RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is the engineering sector lawmaker rubber stamps the decision to resume excavation work at the MTR's exhibition station. A unionist says a $3 increase in the minimum wage is acceptable but won't tackle poverty. And dozens of people have been killed by an earthquake and tsunami in Indonesia. The lawmaker representing the engineering sector, Lo Wai Guok, says it's a suitable to resume excavation work at the exhibition station on the MTR's Shat into Central Link, as he believes authorities have made the necessary assessments to prove it's safe. Mr. Lo said the government and the MTR should continue monitoring the site's condition and publish the results from time to time to alleviate public concern. It's a very careful process and uh, involving different parties because uh, like those facilities underground uh, may belong to the uh, gas company, water uh, service, uh, etc. So this is a very cautious and scientific process. We should rely on these um, scientific and technical assessment. While the, uh, the works resume and also means that the monitoring will continue. So I urge the um, government and the MTR to uh, release the uh, monitoring results from time to time so um, we can be assured that the works, uh, while they continue, everything is safe. Excavation work was halted in August after it was revealed that subsidence at some points had exceeded preset trigger levels. However, the government announced late last night that these levels have now been revised under the guidance of the Highways and Buildings Departments and that work will restart. A member representing workers on the Labour Advisory Board, Bill Tang, says it's acceptable if the minimum wage is going up by $3 to $37.50 per hour. Sources say the Minimum Wage Commission will endorse the increase at the meeting next month, which will then need the Executive Council's approval. But Mr. Tang said although the rise is higher than those in previous years, the new minimum wage level is still so low that it won't help tackle the poverty problem. The increase rate, three dollars, actually, uh, comparing to the previous minimum wage, actually is uh, acceptable. But now we we see the living standard is very high. Uh, even thirty-seven point five dollars per hour cannot uh, live easily in Hong Kong. Labour Party lawmaker Fernando Zhang says employers should pay half of the cost for a proposed extended maternity leave for working women. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, is expected to announce a plan in her upcoming policy address to lengthen the leave from 10 to 14 weeks and that the government will foot the bill for part of the extra costs. But some representatives from the business sector have called for a full subsidy. Dr. Jung says the government should ask employers to do their part. Of course, any time when you ask for employers to take up more responsibilities, they would like to avoid it. It is a matter of making more profits or not and... In businesses, of course, they are trying to maximize profits. But at the same time, I think the government should have the leadership of asking employers to provide for basic social responsibilities. At least 48 people have been killed when a tsunami up to three meters high hit the coast on the Indonesian island of Sulawesi. It followed a major earthquake measuring 7.5. Worst affected was the city of Palu, where several buildings collapsed. Rescue efforts are underway and the death toll is expected to rise. The BBC's Rebecca Henschke reports. 
Mobile phone footage shows the terrifying moment waves up to three metres high crash into the Bay Area of Palu, sweeping away houses, motorbikes and flooding into buildings, including a large mosque. Officials say water has now receded and casualty figures are only just emerging. Rescue teams are now heading to the worst affected area, but central authorities are having difficulty contacting some areas close to the epicentre. A federal judge in the United States has cleared the way for a lawsuit which accuses President Trump of violating the U.S. Constitution to go ahead. The case in Washington, D.C., brought by 200 congressional Democrats, says that by continuing to accept foreign payments through his hotels and businesses while he's in office, the president is breaking the emoluments clause. The provision says that Congress must grant permission for such payments to be accepted. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. A full United States Senate vote on President Trump's nominee to the Supreme Court, Brett Kavanaugh, has been delayed by a week so the FBI can investigate sexual misconduct allegations against him. Earlier, the Senate Judiciary Committee approved Mr. Kavanaugh's nomination. The White House says this will be a limited investigation, as the BBC's Chris Buckler explains. They say that there will be an update, essentially, of Brett Kavanaugh's file. Now, what this is, is a background investigation by the FBI, effectively a background check into Judge Kavanaugh. It is not a criminal investigation, and we cannot say that clearly enough. What is very clear is that the White House says it will be very limited in scope. First of all, it will only be into what they describe as the current credible allegations. And secondly, it must be completed one week from now. Facebook has said it's discovered a security issue affecting nearly 50 million of its users. The company says hackers exploited a vulnerability in its code that allowed them to take over people's accounts. Facebook's founder, Mark Zuckerberg, said the company had to work continually to improve security. Security is a bit of, it's an arms race, and we're continuing to improve our defenses. And I think that this also underscores that there are just constant attacks from people who are trying to take over accounts or steal information from people in our community. And you know, I, I think that the, the teams that we have at, at Facebook are, are very focused on this, and there are a lot of talented people who are working on this and I think doing, doing good work. Uh, but, but this is going to be an ongoing effort, and, um, and we're going to need to keep on, on focusing on this over time. The British government has said it's ready to take appropriate action to improve food labelling after a 15-year-old girl had a fatal allergic reaction to a sandwich made by the Pret-à-Manger chain. Natasha Ednan Laperouse collapsed on board a flight from Heathrow within hours of eating the sandwich. The BBC's Lauren Moss has more details. 20 minutes into the flight, Natasha Ednan Laperouse started having trouble breathing and suffered cardiac arrest. She died later that day. The inquest heard the baguette she'd eaten contained sesame, which Natasha was allergic to, but there was no indication of that ingredient on the packaging. Despite this being in line with food regulations, the coroner said the labelling was inadequate. He's now writing to the government, calling for a review of labelling rules. The death has been announced of the singer-songwriter Marty Balin, one of the founders of Jefferson Airplane. He was 76. Marty Balin was a singer and guitarist in the San Francisco-based psychedelic rock band, which found fame with hits such as White Rabbit and Somebody to Love. love? love? 
He was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1996. Sports for a preview of this weekend's English Premier League action, including a top-of-the-table clash between Chelsea and Liverpool. Here's the BBC's Nick Hatton. The game of the day in the English Premier League this weekend is the evening kickoff at Stamford Bridge as Chelsea host top of the table Liverpool. The Reds have six wins from six, but third place Chelsea will be buoyed from their League Cup whenever Liverpool at Anfield in midweek. Eden Hazard was the star of the show that night, and Maurizio Sarri will be hoping for more of the same this weekend. Dropped points for Liverpool could see Manchester City head the table if they get a win at home to Brighton. Pep Guardiola's side returning to the Etihad for the first time since their Champions League defeat to Lyon. The early kickoff sees Manchester United travel to West Ham as manager Jose Mourinho looks to get back to winning ways amid a seeming civil war in the United dressing room. Their season faces derailment unless Mourinho and Paul Pogba can put the club first. Mourinho's expressed his frustrations at Pogba's attitude. It remains to be seen who will survive the longest at the club, the manager or the player. Elsewhere, Arsenal can make it five wins in a row, but they'll have their work cut out at home to a Watford side who've surprised many with their start to the season, fourth in the table, having lost just once. Elsewhere, Huddersfield will need a match of their season to get their first win when they host Tottenham. David Wagner's side have just two points from their six games so far. And Newcastle United can move out of the bottom three with their first win. Rafa Benitez's side under plenty of criticism so far this season. They're at home to Leicester. From BBC Global Sport, I'm Nick Hatton. To end the news, the top stories once again. The engineering sector lawmaker rubber stamps the decision to resume excavation work at the MTR's exhibition station. A unionist says a $3 increase in the minimum wage is acceptable but won't tackle poverty. And dozens of people have been killed by an earthquake and tsunami in Indonesia. The news from RTHK. Welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Tomley, in the chair till 3pm. This week we have two special musical themes on offer. First, we mark a mini musical commemoration of the Umbrella Movement, which started just about this time four years ago with original songs that came out at that time, and a new selection of hot new hits from a lot of places on the planet. As always, Giovanotti says it so well in Italian. And we start off on this hour with our first musical theme, our musical commemoration of the Hong Kong Occupy movement, which started uh, on the 26th of September 2014. That would be four years ago this Wednesday, and it would last until the 15th of December 2014, a little more than two and a half uh, months. Uh, It was started off with uh, Beijing's decisions uh, regarding the Hong Kong new electoral system to have a selection committee to pre-screen candidates that was roundly rejected by Hong Kong people. It was uh, on a par with what Iran has at the moment. And therefore occupying Admiralty, Causeway Bay, Chim Sa for a short while, and uh, Mong Kok. And uh, music would come out of that uh, during that period of interest. uh, I won't be playing any of the international songs that were reprised, uh, Les Mis, most famously, Do You Hear the People Sing, or John Lennon, Imagine, but there were original new songs that came out, and those are the ones we'll be reprising. One was called 
Tan Hei Yusan, Raise the Umbrella 